Hello, and welcome to episode 338 of Constructing Comics, a podcast building stories one page on one panel at a time. In this episode, we have an interview with Daniel and Sarah. This is Matt, and I'm joined by Constructing Comics co-host Noah. Hey there. All right, so guys, uh, I'm really excited to, to get together and talk about this book, but let's start off our interviews as we normally do. We, we ask for a bio and an elevator pitch, so we're going to kick it over to Daniel real quick for, for his bio. Well, um, I've been um, a professional artist for um, uh, over 15 years, mostly working with traditional mediums. And um, my subject matter is pretty varied, I guess, from uh, pop culture. Uh, and, and then I kind of just blend them together and warp them into brand new things um, along with um, uh, 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 um, with original uh, things that I uh, things that I uh, create as well Very cool. um, and, and, I'm sorry you, you were, you're still going there please please continue uh, no that's okay go ahead Okay. And so Sarah, we're going to kick it over to you. You have the honor of giving us both your bio and the the elevator pitch for this book. Okay. Um, Hi, I'm Sarah Adrians. Um, I am a cat and this is not my first life. I've had a previous career in dance and higher education administration. Um, I'm fairly new to comic books and um, Octababy, the book we're working on together, um, was actually the first comic book I wrote. Um, and it'll be the first book that Daniel has drawn. We've had some shorts together. Um, Octababy is a sci-fi buddy story. Uh, young woman who, for reasons, gets an octopus-like creature grafted to her back, um, and they don't, the the octopus and the woman talk to each other. They uh, don't really get along. So they're trying to fight for their freedom and find their families and reestablish octopus, um, like this octo planet together um, while learning uh, to cooperate with each other. So... There's fights, there's tentacles, and I don't know. <laughs> it sounds awesome. I think, you know, we met you guys at Heroes Con a couple of years ago. And at, at that point, we started following, I started following the Octobaby comic on Instagram. How long has this idea existed in any of, in either of your, of either of your brains? Is this, this an idea you guys have had for a while? Um, well, I'm going to give you a little sort of background background. Uh, Daniel and I met in a, a, a drawing group and I was unemployed at the time. So, and he was, I think Daniel, correct me, newly home as a, like a stay at home artist after being a teacher. Yeah, since 2018. Okay. And we met, with, was that 2012? 2021 mm -hmm. yeah, and, and, oh, i've lost track 
anyway, that's not the exciting part. The exciting part is, um, so I have a lot of administration background and I was gonna help Daniel sort of do what he wanted to do uh, with his art. And he wanted to uh, draw for sequentials. And we were looking for something for him to draw. And um, he had some fantastic drawings that really I thought told the story. And I was gonna take four of them and make like, like a pretend story that would use four of these drawings as part of it, um, just so he would get practice. But then the four, the four pages had a through line that I thought could be interesting. And one of the, one of the, one of his drawings was this woman with an octopus. I don't know, if Daniel, was it on her back or were they attached? Mm -hmm. It was attached. Okay. So, and that became the character of Octababy. So it was just like a random drawing that he did that I thought was pretty exceptionally beautiful um, and evocative and um, that with some of his other sort of weird sci-fi stuff, I thought told a story. So I wrote, um, I wrote like a one shot from it um, and I entered it into the uh, negative space women's uh, comic book competition, and I was a finalist. Um, and then we started drawing it. We Daniel started drawing it. Is this a pretty large project then? Like, uh, it's going to be a full graphic novel, right? It will be. Um, right now, it's two double issues, like two okay. 48-page um, things. It could be split apart. We have some ideas for one-shots that um, are like little shorts that could go along with it. Um, like, there's so many things we can do with this character because she she's not really a superhero but she has some unusual abilities that come directly from uh what octopi on earth can actually do like daniel and i send each other videos all all the time of things that are pretty crazy okay. like i don't know like octopi walking and disguising themselves as other things and of course you know having a bunch of extra arms is helpful when you're trying to fight I would yeah i love i love the octobaby instagram stories where you guys share octopus videos it's inspiring to me i love tentacled stuff it's so cool so yeah it's just stuff like that you guys are sharing with each other every day yeah, pretty often. I mean, I think as weird as like the only thing as inventive as Daniel's imagination are things that actually already exist on Earth that we just haven't discovered yet. Mm -hmm. Like um, I posted, a, I don't know, was that a caterpillar today that had all the little green things? Like it looked like it had all these shields, like a little marching army. Yeah, I love that video. They can 
Yeah, please keep going. I'm sorry, Daniel. I wasn't sad. That was the end of my thought. <laughs> um, um, they they can not just like um. So you know, people people know that they are they can can you know they can camouflage and change color, which is fairly common. But then things that that we learned were more like it can actually change like they can actually physically change like because it like they can um, um they can mimic yeah they can make turn their like like spread out their tentacles in their body and actually take the form of like another creature like they they there's one that that it that it made itself look like the head of a giant eel, like in inside of a rock, like, you know, how they hide, like eels will hide in rocks and shoot out for their prey. No, excuse me. It's me. So they just change their body to look like the head of an eel and it scares off other things like, and it looks like an eel. And then they just turns back to an octopus and swims away. It's amazing. Well, also while you were describing octopuses abilities right there, I would say you have the same ability in your art, Daniel. Just what I what I love about it is the transformative aspects of it. How the image will sort of look like one thing from a distance, but then you get up close and it's comprised of so many different elements going all the time. And I think I remember you describing to me how you start drawing. You you just start do you you kind of freehand things and then start improvising as you go. Is that is that a good way of describing it? Yes. That's amazing. Yeah, and you and you mostly work straight from the inks or do you do a pencil outline first? Um pencil first. Um some sometimes a lot of pencil, sometimes just shapes that are just enough and then I will do um inks uh, inks next and then i then go back and forth between inks and watercolor yeah it's beautiful yeah and sarah are you when you're writing your scripts for octobaby are you kind of drawing like now that you know daniel in person <laughs> you're able to sort of draw like draw on his strengths while you're writing the scripts are you pretty familiar with his art in that way yeah i mean i think that um there are sometimes I'll write a or I've written pages where I thought, ooh, Daniel's gonna do something crazy with this. Like he's done some, I don't know if you've seen, we didn't send you all the pages. We've we posted some. Um, but he's done some just fantastically beautiful things. And it's not typical. Um, not that there is typical in comics necessarily, but um I think that, um, you know, when you're writing, you get one image in your head and an artist is going to um, transform it. That's it's They're going to make it live. And Daniel makes it, um, he makes it live, but also he makes it, um, I don't know, like, I mean, each page is a work of art, I think. Um, people are going to really enjoy if they don't enjoy the story which I hope they will they're going to enjoy the book they're going to enjoy 
what he's done, the world he's created. Oh yeah, I have no doubt about that. The story is excellent. <laughs> That's so great. It's also great that you guys seem to be on the same page with the story that, you know, both of you guys seem to have equal ownership of where it's going. And um, that's that's sort of the perfect comics combination right there between a writer and an artist where you guys both are working on it and developing it at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, that's got to be fun. We uh, we talk a lot. Um, and, uh, you know, as as we're going, it's not I understand that some writers, you know, they pass the book off and then then they see it later, maybe when it's done. Um, but I, I'm seeing the pages sort of as we go. And we've learned um, to distinguish between when he's sending me a page um, just for, hey, I did this today kind of praise. And, <laughs> um, and when he's sending it to me for like to look at it, uh, for how it relates to the story because we're both learning in this process mm -hmm. um, yes and helping each other see things um, so like he'll invent something that I didn't like it it wasn't what I meant on on the page like and I you know I've learned sort of in the writing when to sort of um, shut up a little bit and let him do something with it. Uh, and when to, when I need to be very, very specific for the storytelling about what details. Um, mm -hmm. So That's really good. Yeah, that's, and that's sort of, um, I like to like, uh, Alan Moore who wrote like Watchmen and stuff he he talks about that sort of like the magic of comics right there mm -hmm. is that that compatibility and that ability to know what the artist needs or you know what the writer needs and his meaning like that that right there is just that indescribable thing that just doesn't come around very often mm -hmm. um, so that makes me very excited to, look, to read the book but I've talked a lot um, I'll, I'll pass it over to Matt um, yeah, so um so I have a question uh, for Sarah mostly is um, do you, has your process changed over time with that, uh, that ability to sort of uh, give either like an idea or a, a spark of inspiration to Daniel and then sort of, you know, turn it over to him? Has, has that led you to sort of change your writing style where maybe before when you guys first started working, you were more detailed and now you're, you're less detailed. I'm just, not, I'm wondering from that conversation if maybe it's sort of evolved. Um, I think that when, when, when we first wrote it, uh, or when I first wrote it and handed it off to him, there wasn't a lot of detail because I was making a lot of assumptions in my head, just that, that he would magically know what I'm thinking. Um, and um, that I think gave him some space to do a lot of really interesting character design and, um, you know, the, the, the place designs are, are 
I think very beautiful. Um, but then I sort of had to backtrack a little bit and go in and add some details um, because there were, there was a few times when he would start drawing something and make like a little change in like in what she was wearing or I don't know, Daniel, if you can remember, but like some little change that had implications for later in the story. Um, so, uh, or, you know, I learned, I learned, I think, when to be a little more specific. And you can't tell maybe right now, but Daniel sometimes when he talks can ramble, um, which maybe he'll, we'll get him to do later. Um, <laughs> Daniel. Um, and in his drawings, like, like sometimes like in a big scene or like a, like there are a couple scenes where she's going into a town and like, I'll, I'll say Daniel, like this page needs to ramble because he can like mm -hmm. add this like layers of beautiful detail and color. Um, and then, you know, every once in a while, I will tell him like this page, no ramble. Like this page just needs to be um, more simple. Um, so we have like a little bit of a, uh, funny, I'm looking for a word to describe shortcut, but like, um, you know, like a, a language between us that sort of helps us understand each other. Yeah, that's a nice shorthand right there. And I remember, uh, I think you were on, you were in the chat of one of the streams that Matt and I were doing once and you brought up the term art rambling. Mm -hmm. And I've used that, I've used that in conversation since talking about how I, I can kind of get lost in cross hatching and things like that. And uh, yeah, I'm curious, Daniel, if you, if you have thoughts on, on art rambling yourself, what it's like from your perspective, is it, and do you kind of get into the zone when you're adding all that detail and you just sort of get lost in the image or is everything very deliberate when you're adding that detail? Uh, um, like I'll, I'll get more lost in it. And that's in, in, um, to, uh, Yes, that's um I um I'm sorry. No, you're good. Yeah, that's just what I wanted to know. Yeah, because I'm mm -hmm. I feel that when I look at your artwork. I feel like the getting lost in the image when I'm looking at it, because I get lost in it and I'm just sort of wondering if it's the same for you. Because I do find sometimes, you know, the 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 feeling you get from a piece may sometimes match what the artist was going through while they were creating it. So I was very curious about that. Um, and uh, for, for you, Sarah, to understand sort of the language of comics in that way, like a, a pacing and sort of a rhythm to things, do you feel like that comes from your dance background, sort of understanding the rhythm of, of, of imagery and emotion and things like that? Do you feel like that's the influence or is that yeah. just sort of an intuitive thing for you? I was a, I was a 
a choreographer uh, when I mm. was very young. Um, and I think, I think maybe that sensibility comes from that. And uh, when I was a student, we also study music and study how like um, Sonata Allegra form, how uh, a concerto is formed. Like you have adagio and you have um, stick, like not, gosh, it's all going right out of my head. Excuse me. Um, You're good. Like, you know, if anybody from Juilliard listens to this, I'm in trouble. Well, I was gonna say, like, you could just start took, making up words, not like, took yeah, four years of I took yeah. four years of music as a student, and this is where I've ended up. I never played an instrument though. Um, but anyway, that all comes together to form a symphony, and you need you need all of those elements, and, and probably that, and just um, a lifelong reader. Um, I, I was not really a comic book reader unless you count, uh, Tintin, um, you know, as a, as a kid, but I think in a lot of, uh, creative forms, there's a certain pacing and, uh, balance that the, the creator makes, um, And it's it's similar. I find myself thinking about music probably more than dance when I'm yeah um, creating. It's um, yeah. I mean, you have like you modulate at some point. You the the instrumentation in the beginning will change towards the end. Um, yeah, very similar things. Yeah, well, one thing Matt and I have found over the years we've done this podcast is a lot of really good comic writers are musicians also, or just have a really mm -hmm. good understanding of rhythm in some way or, you know, or have a background in something like that. So once you said dance, I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> she's going to be she's going to be really good with if Yeah, anyone with a musical or dance background, you know, you have a good intuitive grasp of rhythm in a visual way um that that's that's so useful in comics have you read any comics since you oh, know or read any like yeah that, i'm trying to play writing i'm trying to play catch up so i'm reading everything i can mm -hmm. um uh you know yeah i yeah <laughs> um i'm reading persephilis right now Ooh. Um yeah, it's it's interesting like um to start to read comics and and break down the elements of it. It's it's sort of in some ways ruining the magic of comics like the magic of dance is ruined for me. Mm -hmm. Um just because I can't just sit and watch. I've, I'm thinking about it. Um so yeah, now I'm looking at oh what happens on a page turn and um um yeah. <laughs> yeah, no that makes sense. Uh I find I'm hypercritical of everything and I I, I get the same way. And so that means like a comic that really grabs me and mm -hmm. holds me 
that's a special that's one like I'll never let go of where you you can forget yeah something that pulls me in is is really important and I think that's a that's for a lot of people you know who consume a lot of media which we all do I think these days you know when it's not just background noise it's special Mm -hmm. so that's that's a big deal um and I feel the same way at uh with conventions too which is sort of why I love Daniel's artwork is that it it stands out amongst all like you know the and and not that like everyone doesn't stand out but you know it's just sort of nice to find an artist that like really stands out in the crowd of people yeah um yeah Yeah. and uh, are you was that sort of do you do you like going to cons daniel and, and and sort of meeting other artists and sharing styles and things like that yes yeah that's awesome which you know i i I really recommend anyone listening if if you're in a at a con where Daniel's showing just to go up and buy art from him because it's all amazing. Um, Daniel, while you're creating, are you like, do you sort of shut yourself off from everything or do you like listen to music or watch videos or anything? It depends on what I'm doing. If I'm, concepting then i can't have any sounds Mm -hmm. so um and i try i can't like if if i'm like if i'm preoccupied or anxious then it's like i i can't i can't i can't do anything and i'm always sort of envious when i see people who who say (laughs) things like artists who are like when I'm frustrated, I, I paint and I get it all out or if I'm anxious and I create and that's just, it's not fair. <laughs> this is, it's just, I, I, I have to, I have, I have to find, I've got to be like, I, I, you, uh, we had this, we have a, uh, an analogy when it, like, like I have too many TVs on in my head that are all, you know, you know, like just going, just, um, I don't know if that, that, that that's, that's probably not enough to explain that. Um, oh, no, that's a perfect visual right there. Yeah. Oh, oh. And, yeah. and then it's I just, I, like, I, it's really like, I can do, I can do other types of things, but just, but not doing the creating part. And then inking can be, uh, depend like depending on like if I'm just if there's a large say shadowed area for example and I'm just creating shapes instead of just you know making it solid black and I'm just sort of getting like rambling art, art just uh, do, doing that then I can have music or or a show but um usually and music it's uh, like I can't have lyrics. Like I just like instrumental stuff. That's awesome. But I can do a show sometimes, which I know that probably sounds probably sounds like I just contradicted myself. I guess. <laughs> no, I'm always <laughs> curious about it because everybody does it differently. You know, some mm-hmm. people are able to like watch TV while they pencil and ink and everything. Other people are like, no, I need like complete silence for every every aspect of it you know and uh yeah i'm always curious 
it is it totally just depends on on what i'm doing and 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 probably to an outside observer if they're like well you're doing you know like inking but it's certain things that i'm doing if i'm inking i can't listen to anything but other times i i can and i i'll never be able to explain that i guess i don't know like i can't i mean i i, I don't know how to communicate like what really is different about when i'm working i don't know if that yeah i mean no that no what, what makes sense is you just got to go with your muse right whatever is it's telling you in the yes. moment and being able to listen to yourself and listen to what you need in the moment is so important as an artist mm -hmm. so i get that that's that's yeah that that means a lot um what uh what would you say are your like this might be a big question to ask but do you do you like 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 what comics do you like to read daniel and like what has inspired you on a sequential level um I I kind of I I don't have, I don't really have, I have all kinds of different stuff like I'll mm -hmm. sometimes I'll just read one issue of something or I'll I'll, I'll I kind of skip around on things a lot um I have a Marvel subscription so that's really nice to kind of just oh yeah pick a comic and just sort of look at it i'm not sure ask me the second thing again you said something about sequential yeah i was just curious what inspires you on the like what what works like sequential works have inspired you um i know like one of the it's not like you know it's kind of a big thing but the one the one my favorite piece of the prints that i own of yours is your godzilla <laughs> which like where he almost looks like part of the the buildings mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i love that and then yeah you know are you just sort of like you know and, and the one of my other ones is your invincible piece which is just also amazing yeah that's, that's and yeah the, the, uh, it's um that's one of the probably like my strangest one but at the same time a lot of people like it because it makes no sense like what i did <laughs> Like it doesn't no, love it, and and I know that, and because when I was that was a commission actually, and it was before the show came out, and I knew I knew who the character was, and I had seen, like I was I like I was familiar with the comic, just like very top level, you know, not not all, I didn't really know much about it, and then he was very he 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 usually. When people ask for commissions and they're really adamant, usually I don't like that, mm -hmm. um, or I don't prefer not don't like I don't prefer, just because it, the more specific it gets, or the more adamant they are, usually that means it's really specific of what they want, and it's that's okay. But then it sort of it feels like okay. There's it, you know it, I know it feels constricting, and I know and I, but at the same time I know like with having guidelines or rules you can actually get more creative with something but when i do commissions i usually like more wide open so when he started talking this he was being really adamant and he was like but the way he was being adamant was i want i want you to make it the strangest thing you can you can think of i don't even care just as long as it just like even if there's just like yellow and blue on it and it doesn't look anything like invincible i don't care 
just, <laughs> just, just like go. And I'm like, okay, I can. And he was really, and I was like, I had, okay, I probably asked him like five times just, just to make sure. I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so I could turn like, like, so when I started working on it, I really just turned my brain off. I just scribbled. I just drew invincible a few times on the page, trying to figure out like where I wanted to put him. And then I liked all of them. So I kept them all. And then, yeah. so, and there's just, it's just parts. So before I was listening, um, <laughs> hello, listener. Um, um, they're just, it's like, like five of his heads, parts of his bodies, probably like, I don't know. And I, I don't, I don't have it in front of me. I don't remember. I mean, there's, then there's just like machine parts, which have nothing to do with invincible at all. And yeah, so okay, there's that. <laughs> yeah i love that one that was one of the ones that grabbed me walking by your table right away Thank um you. yeah no it's truly an inspiration to see how you work um so i'm curious sarah when you guys were like met each other in the class mm -hmm. uh was daniel's work like as like wild in real life as it, it like you know when he does like his sequential stuff was that sort of what drew you to his work or was it just I, I think his work is is very special I mean yeah like there are no um no predictable lines um and you know people will come up to his table and say hey man what style is this and I I think Daniel hasn't really known how to answer that and then he said that now he likes that question because what they're saying is that it's not any recognizable style and i yeah. think in that way um uh it's very honest to him it's uniquely created like you won't you there's you can spot his work um from anywhere nobody draws like him um, and, you know, if I can have a part, uh, by drawing Octababy and we did something before called ADHD man that we want to get back to also, um, if I can have a part in having people see his work, then I'm thrilled. That's awesome. And so Octababy, you guys are drawing it right now. Uh, what's the release date? Do you guys have like a rough release time for the first uh, the first issue? No, uh, when that will be out. No, um, it's speeding up. Like, um, because this is both of our first time. Um, like, sort of Daniel went back and did some work on anatomy and faces so that she would be consistent looking. Um. Mm -hmm. And like, like, I was a bit of an ass. Like I heard <laughs> that people could do a page a day. And so I was like, Daniel, why can't you do a page a day? And, um, <laughs> and well, I didn't actually say that, but it's... close, close. <laughs> uh, but like the like way pen, pencil inks and color in a day. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, know. Uh, I stand. I have. I have learned. But I, I am, thought the same thing too, and I thought right. that was the pace that I needed to be at. 
Yeah. And it was very, it was like very, I'm, I interrupted you. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, no. I, I mean, it like world building takes a while. Um, and I was, I was glad actually that the first 48 pages took a while to draw because I had, I think a solid first two books, but I really wasn't sure where I wanted to end it. Um, and I think that um, I like what'll be books three and four or book two, depending on how it's published. Um, uh, and so I was happy to actually have some time to really think about that and not rush into something. Um, right now, the first, the first 48 pages is, um, I don't know, how would you describe it, Daniel? Like, um, varying stages of pencil ink and color <laughs> I didn't that was the other thing I didn't know if I should should like because I'm doing all since for um do I do pencils for everything like first or and then and then do inks for everything like I didn't know so like there were some where I would I would just like they were just you know just be drawings to me you know i get a page done and then i just start i i would ink it halfway and then you know put it aside because i needed to do something else and then pencil something else and put some color on another page and so just sort of all over the place when i first started and now now i'm a lot more now it's a lot more streamlined so um now i'm gonna do like for book two i probably i think i'm probably gonna do like see how many pencils I can get done before I start, you know, getting an itch for ink. Um, but I still have, but like that, did, I don't, did, am I making sense? Does that make sense? Is that, yeah, I think okay. we learned yeah, yeah. at one point that it was better for him to just get something on the page than worry that the page before oh, it was perfect. Um, like just, get it all mapped out, get it all down, figure out the visual storytelling and then go mm -hmm. back and, and refine. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of it is, is, has been us figuring out how to communicate with each other, how to, um, for the best way for Daniel to work. Um, if it's like not exactly linear, like, whether he like when he gets his paints out he'll want to paint more um yeah i don't know if that, i'm describing that correctly daniel mm -hmm. but yeah and then i like i think i'm still going to be kind of like i said like getting an itch for inks like i'll probably still kind of i kind of just will have to go like you so like i'll be i'll you know i may just get exhausted on doing pencils and just thinking through conceptually you know say i do like five pages and thinking through how to solve like how to solve all the panels right i can't like but i need to do something mm -hmm. so like i can't do a six page because i'm just going to stare at it and just just draw stick figures and just be like i don't like you know you I, I, I hate art and everything's terrible and <laughs> everything i've done is awful and right so I'm like, all right, so I'm going to do something that that I like. And sometimes it's just like another, I actually started doing 
um, Octobaby fan art recently. Um, I'm doing just, <laughs> you know, my own weird things that wouldn't really fit in the book. Oh, I'm sorry, they, they won't fit in the book. I'm actually drawing one right now where she has, like making her like a Jedi just for fun. Um, and and so like I just need to do, like I need to kind of, like it's like almost like a recharge piece, I guess. Like re Like I have to create something where I'm, where I can kind of get lost and not worry worry is not the right word um yeah about the story i don't have to make yeah where i can just turn my brain off and just kind of i can just make my lines go wherever and i'm not i don't have to, i don't have to like look at the page and go oh wait shoot this uh the 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 the, the, the page after this she needs to be doing this and i think i need to you know i like you've got to solve things so when you're just doing you know just one-off stuff you don't have to solve anything but that one piece that you're working on it doesn't connect anything which okay yeah that's that's so awesome and um yeah i really appreciate uh you guys coming on and sharing this you know your your process and uh I, I think this book's going to be really cool and unique and should be in everyone's collection when it's out. So I'm, I'm hoping you guys will come back on when it's closer to release so we can get some good promo out there, but hopefully this will build some excitement. Right. Uh, I'm really excited about it. So I uh, hope people listening thank also you. get excited about it too. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. Where, uh, where can people find you guys online? Uh, Daniel's uh, is it Daniel Quammen C V A M M E N? Mm -hmm. um, oh no, no, well your Instagram mm -hmm. and, and Octababy Comic um on Instagram. Uh and then of course his website, Daniel Quammen Studio. And he'll be at New York Comic Con booth K eight. Yes. Exciting. Yeah. And Sarah, um, where can people find you? Well, I I manage the Octababy comic page. Awesome. So unless you want to see my boring middle-aged lady life, um, <laughs> probably not. It's Octababy comic. <laughs> and your and your incredible uh, figure drawings. I oh, will thank say you. also, you're also a very gifted artist, and I love seeing those. And I love. Um, Love both of your guys' art. Love both of your Thank storytelling. You. So I'm very excited to see where this goes. I started um, drawing my own comic this weekend. And the ooh. first thing I wanted to do was apologize to Daniel. Um, <laughs> just because, like, oh, man, it's, it's hard. It's too hard. You, you, you had said something like, I wrote the story, but as I'm drawing, it's changing as I'm drawing. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I, like, I'm surprised you haven't changed every. I mean, every single page of Octobaby. Like, I, it just, oh, I, like, as soon as you see it, I think it's going to change my writing completely. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Just like, like, I would just say, probably influence it, and like, my, you know, it helped me to kind of really stick to, like, because I can get lost, and I can just 
I've, I, I mean, I've just been used to doing just what I want. And I don't care if, you know, if it doesn't make sense, but you, with a story, if you're trying to tell a story, you can't really do that. <laughs> I can't just right. like halfway through the book, the reader's like, what like, is this? Is this like Johnny Depp and Benicio del Toro in the Vegas desert? Like, <laughs> like what's going on? Are there bats? Why are there bats now? Like, that's how the story goes. Oh, so if that, does that, does that make sense? Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I feel like uh, I'm lucky. Matt writes most of my comics, and he just lets me have free reign uh, with, with the story. And we lately we've we've been coming up with the story together. So oh, great. we both sort of get passes at the script and things like that, which is fun. But no, yeah, it's yeah. Like I was saying earlier, it's just really when you have a person where you're inspired by them and how you create art, that's great. And um, I know Matt's helped me with my uh, my now trying to write a comic too, so it it it, it all helps in the end. Um, think, but yeah, sorry, I think we're a good balance for each other. Like we when we wrote our first short together, um, we were just throwing ideas out there, and Daniel had these sort of big wild ideas like like his drawings and my job was to take find the story within all of that and pluck it out and be able to define it and I think that's kind of what mm -hmm. I did with Octababy um, mm -hmm. and in that way we're a good balance for each other because um, you know he can blow imagination like wide open and I can crystallize the story and I, I just thought of something. Can I add if, I, if, the, if that's okay? The mm -hmm. like for my the way I was going back to I just thought for when I'm drawing. So sometimes so when I say like I'll kind of like zone out. I guess I guess that's I don't think that's a hundred percent accurate. It's more like I'm just brainstorming as I'm going. Um. So I like I there there sometimes like if you're drawing something and then. Like, I don't know, I'm just going to pick, okay, say you're drawing Superman and you're like, okay, I'm going to draw Superman. But then halfway through, you're like, well, I kind of want to draw, you know, like then you get an idea for another character, another thing, right? As you're drawing, you're like, okay, well, let me finish this and then I'll go do the next thing. So instead, I just add that to whatever it is that I'm drawing, which is, which is why you get like, you know, some of these weird mix up mashed things that don't quite. Like, it's like, how would you sort of come up with that? But it's like, I'm sort of actively brainstorming. Like when a new idea hits me, I'll sometimes just add it right into, I'll just change my drawing like midstream. And I only have maybe part of Superman's arm and head and one of his legs on the page, which is probably not, I would never draw like, maybe not draw like, well, maybe I would, but then I'll just turn it into something else. And now it's, you know, maybe Sonic. I don't know, I'm just making, just, I'm just picking just like broad, choices of characters here because i can't i love it no and that that makes so much sense and i th i'm trying to find new ways of saying uh, how why i love your art but you did a good job of <laughs> describing why right there thank you and why everybody should really check it out so um thank you yeah guys. again yeah thank you for having us on um uh for the listeners out there um 
you want to give us a follow on the podcasting platform of your choice, that would be great. Um, we also have links to our social media in the uh, in the show notes, along with Sarah and Daniel's social media. But if you want to give us a follow on Twitter, uh, our handle is at constructcompod. Our Instagram is constructing comics pod, and our Facebook is facebook.com slash constructing comic. Thank you for listening. Be safe and be nice to each other and go out there and make some comics. We'll be back with another episode soon.